storygoers, and welcome back to another episode of Tales from the Cartridge, the video game storytelling podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Eric Penrod. And I'm your other co-host, Ryan Bauer. Ryan, it's like, it feels like it's like 90 to me, but it's only like 79 apparently, or 80 or something like that. I don't know. It feels really hot, and I'm not where I'm going with this, so I feel like my brain's fried. But anyway, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> and what have you been playing? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I spent a day up uh, looking at some homes to maybe buy Ooh. one, so that was exciting and uh, exhausting. Adult. Um, adult, and a lot of the houses had cats that bothered my sinuses, but that's fine. Oh, no. That's okay. It is just the way of the world, uh, but it was good. It's it's a good... It it's it's a it's a fun thing to do, um, even if the world is just a big old mess. And what I've been <laughs> playing is V Rising. Me and uh, our friend Dave have been continuing mm-hmm. to plow through V Rising. We're at like the last four bosses, wow. and we spent like the last every single time we've playing now just like redecorating our entire house to make it like, <laughs> immaculate because we know once we go kill those bosses we'll just never come back to any of it again. Never come back. So we yeah. want to get it all really nice so that we can go murder everything and then never come back. I am finishing up the end of the season. This Destiny season ends in like two weeks to season 18 where they're going to introduce the new ARC subclass and some other cool stuff. And then my partner and I have been playing a little bit of Lego Star Wars. Uh, We bought it a little while ago um, just because we were looking for something to play after we finished Tiny Tina's. And there was another game we were playing that we were kind of at the end of. I don't remember which one, though. We were feeling like we wanted something to play together, so we picked up LEGO Star Wars. And it's been really fun. Even at her, as somebody who's only a kind of seen A New Hope, Empire, and Return, and um, what's it even called? The middle one. The middle of the new saga. Uh, the new one. Those are the Last three Jedi. movies she's seen. Yeah, the Last Jedi. Oh, Those are like the three movies she's seen. It's still, it's still very fun. It, they're, they're like <laughs> giant games with like giant open worlds and collectibles, and, and they're, they're a fun time. Uh, so yeah, that's that's what I've been playing mostly. Those, those three things, more or less. I feel like I've heard so many people like in the past maybe like two weeks talking about playing Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. Like that's been like a lot of people are playing that game, at least yeah. that I know of. So yeah. which is wild. Yeah, it's a, it's a like fun every time. time. Every time I talk to a kid at my job, uh, as I work, I'm a therapist and I talk to I work with kids a lot, and I'll ask them like, "Oh, like what games do you play?" And it's like I hear like all the time Lego Star Wars. Like, oh wow, it's like way that and Minecraft are still very very popular. They're so hot. Minecraft will, will never die. Um, it just got SpongeBob die. on there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Which is wild, wild. So wild, yeah. So wild. Um, oh, Eric, well, how are you? And what have you been playing? I'm good. I, like I said, my brain's kind of fried, but in a good way. I've had a really good day today. It's been pretty productive. I thought so. When you were when you're a therapist, and I'm sure this is like this for other places too. Um, every two years, you need to accumulate enough of enough credits. They're called CEUs. Uh, to be able to uh, redo your re-up your license, right? I had a panic attack last night, <laughs> not really, but almost, because I realized I had not done as many trainings as I needed to, and I thought it was due to like t- today. Um, so I was really panicked until I looked at my license and realized I still have like three more months. So I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> okay this good. is cool, awesome. So I was like, phew. Yeah. Which actually is nice too, because I don't have to. I don't have to worry about taking my um, my licensure exam. Also, uh, I thought I had to take it any time now, but I actually now have a reason to say I have like three more months to study, which, let's be real, it'll happen last like two weeks before the exam, so <laughs> right. like it is yeah. what it is, yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, besides that, it's, it's going really well. Uh, but what I've been playing, actually, I did not tell you this, Ryan, I cannot believe I've not mentioned this, it's been like two weeks, it's been two weeks, I've not, I can't believe, it's not even on my list here. My, my, my girlfriend and I finally beat It Takes Two. 
finally. Hey. She and I, I'm gonna say this, and she's probably gonna hear this, and it's not like bad. I think she's gonna agree, but she really, really did not like this game. Like really, and I think what it was is the game is so great at bringing new things in, but was just so long with each segment. Each thing was like way too long. I, and I felt that too. Like it was like when, just when we thought we were done and we'd move on. Like there's another thing introduced. Like oh my god! Like that made me hate the book. Yeah. And it was like, I was I didn't love the book, but every time he came out to like keep pushing you to continue this level, I was like, come on, man! Like we've done this for like two hours. Like I just want to move on to something new. Anyway, super problematic game. I seriously <laughs> cannot understand why people like this game. I just it blows my mind, and I really want to do an episode on it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and I will happily do the the awful British lady voice. <laughs> <laughs> Oof, yeah. What's the main character's name? I can't even remember now. They blocked no out of my mind so much. It's gone. Cole, Cole, I forget. I'm trying to. I was on to make fun of it, and I can't even think of the the name. Was I blocked it in my head so much? <laughs> Great gameplay, just mm-hmm. way too long, and the story was just trash. So, uh, but the book was okay. I guess I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I've also been playing. Uh, unfortunately, Fire Emblem Heroes, which is a mobile game, yeah, uh, okay. I, I was stuck on it for so long in the past, and I was kind of sitting around the other day, I was like, it'd be kind of fun to go back, and I realized I changed my phone, which means I, I lost my Google Authenticator, so I've been trying to get back to my old account, and long story short, it's just no way, because I, I deleted my old email, and without that, I can't prove it, so I was like, well, I'll just jump on and see what it's like. I'm head over heels back into it again. I'm never going to pay money for it, ever. <laughs> yeah. I have no yeah. desire to do that, but there's something about it, I just... And it really isn't the best gameplay either, but I, don't, I think it's just the I love the artwork of these of the games, like of the game itself, of the different characters. It's so well done. Um, but I'm gonna try to get off that pretty soon. It's like a it's like a bad drug, you know. You don't want to play, but you kind of do at the same time. It's like, yeah. why am I doing this? I can do some other things <laughs> in my time. And then you're yeah. just playing it for two hours. Like, what's happened? Right. Um, I've been super back into Final Fantasy VII Remake. I fell off it hard. Yeah, I'm almost done with it. I can actually probably beat it today uh, with enough luck. It's really it's really good. And it's very interesting. It, 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 I think they're doing something different with it that I wasn't anticipating. I haven't finished it yet. Uh, something just happened. I was like, that didn't happen in the original, in the original game. That's weird. Um, they're introduced a lot of cool things. It definitely is weird with the dialogue because it's Japanese and they translate it to English. And I just don't understand. Like, I also enjoy anime. I'm not the huge, like, biggest person in it, but I do enjoy some shows still. Like, why, why do they make people still go... <laughs> <laughs> you know like why and no one yeah. does that no yeah. one's gasping like that like why <laughs> like you can still you can just be quiet and show horror like you don't have to gasp at everything but final fantasy does man like you fall into <laughs> you know, like a cat jumps up <gasps> like it's just i don't get it i just don't understand it it's the one yeah. thing that really irks me to, to my core but it's visually i have it on the ps5 now where before i played on the ps4 just visually stunning it is a beautiful game it is so like literally, as someone who played the original game, uh, playing remake is just like wow. It, it just is amazing how this is what I pictured the game to be in my mind. Like it's so, and that's what I think the biggest aspect of it. And that in the combat is fantastic. I really enjoy the combat a lot. But when there's lulls, there is lulls, and they really smack you around hard. It's it's a lot of downtime, like too much downtime. I'm in this part right now where I just I just want to fight. I just want to fight things, and I'm continuing to not fight things, and it's just like. I'm just glad I'm to this point where I'm almost done with the game because I just want to push through it. So, great game, maybe <laughs> <laughs> can review, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm on a roll. Uh, and the last one is, of course, Mario Kart. My girlfriend, I love Mario Kart, and the new wave comes yep. out mm-hmm. this week. Uh, well, yeah, it's Sunday. So, yeah, this week, which I'm so excited because Calamari Desert is coming back, and the N64 is just 
Mario Kart N64 is so good. It's like one of the, the pr most perfect games ever created. Except that's not true because when you use mushrooms in that game, the NPCs still catch up to you and it makes no freaking sense. Seven-year-old <laughs> Eric didn't realize at the time that it made no sense, but 31-year-old Eric does. I see through <laughs> Nintendo's tricks. It's messed up. <laughs> like, I'll hit someone with a, a red shell, fly past them, and somehow they catch up to me probably like five seconds later. I'm like, there's no... Wario, there's no physical way. But yeah, so that's what I've been playing. Just for clarification, like I know it, it's been a little rough, I think, for us lately. The summer's been wild. I've had a lot of visitors coming up, and I continue to, and I will continue to. And you're looking for houses. It's been a little like crazy for us. So we haven't been able to get out a traditional story out in a while. But we are working on that. We're getting back to it. Like it's, it's just been really difficult. So we want to say, like during this kind of weird lull that we've had, we continue to do DLCs and, and bedtime stories, which is great. Um, but you know, during this this regular story lull that we have, we continue to see people uh, subscribing to us on different platforms like Spotify and Apple. Um, so even even though we hit this lull, like I, I, we continue to see people investing their time with us, and we really appreciate that. So we just want to say. Stick with us. I think things will slow down again. You know, like my my parents came, my girlfriend's parents are coming, her friends have come up. You know, it's just been crazy. You know, I went with work and everything. So, and you're buying a house, which literally is horrifies me. Just like <laughs> yeah. you talk about, it, like holy crap, that's so much work. Like adulting is hard, but um, yeah. I mean, certainly, thanks for sticking through. I mean, we're we're approaching a hundred episodes. We're approaching our third year next month. So if you've been here for that whole time, or if you just joined us, we really appreciate it. Know that it, it oftentimes will ebb and flow. We are we are. This is not our full time job. Um, this is something we do because we love, and we're still able to. We do our best to get at least two episodes out a month, ideally three. So just thanks for sticking with us, and we'll we'll keep trying to get those big beautiful scripts out there um that are kind of the core to what we do but they take the most work and they take the most time um they take a big investment so um thanks for being patient we appreciate your patience yeah we appreciate your patience we hope you enjoy what we're making we really are still trying our best um and you never know one day if this does, did become a full-time job we'd have a lot more time to dedicate to it and that'd for be sure. great but in the meantime this is how it is and so hopefully you understand we have yep. lost about there though um so hopefully that helps in the meantime but we hope that you enjoyed our latest episode, which is our bedtime story of Abzu. It was uh, our first time doing first-person perspective, and I was really happy with how it came out, and I think I might continue the story as well. But we hope that you're doing well. Send us your thoughts, feelings, and perspectives to talesfromthecartridge at gmail.com. All of the E's are threes. You can also find us on social media, basically Instagram, uh, because Twitter, I just I just can't with Twitter. I don't know why. I just don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think anyone really finds us on Twitter. Instagram is much more of a platform where we reach out to people, I think. So find us on Instagram. We uh, do fun little uh, pictures of ourselves. With the, uh, did you see our Abzu one, Ryan? I yeah, with, you did, the, yeah. With, the, with the little the, snorkels. The I did yeah, that. that's very good. <laughs> I did that at work in a meeting. <laughs> I, I probably shouldn't have done that, but like I was paying attention. But yeah, yeah, I was just drawing our faces with little snorkels, which I thought was really funny. It's very good. Uh, <laughs> But today is a fun episode. It's our DLC. I forget what number it is. We've done so many in a great way. Uh, Ryan, would you like to, to take the baton and explain what today's episode is? Is that what it is? Take a baton? Is that the yeah, thing? Yeah, you, you hand off the baton and then it's your <laughs> okay. turn to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so correct me if I'm wrong here, Eric. Uh, the This episode is about the journey. Uh, game stories where we love play, being in the experience. We love everything. Sometimes we don't always love how it finishes or what how, yeah. the, how the plot ends or where their narrative goes but that we still are able to appreciate and enjoy the minutes that got us there um yeah, yeah. and and you know be satisfied with that that journey uh, even if the end isn't kind of what we wanted or what feels satisfying 
yeah, the journey, it's, a, it's all about beautiful journeys and pretty rough endings, you know, which is interesting, right? Because I almost feel like it's hard. It's, it's easy to say like, oh, the journey should never, uh, uh, you know, the journey should always be what's, you know, you cherish it most about, most about a story, right? It's not about the ending. But I don't know. I feel like the ending is also very important, right? Obviously, like it, it leaves you with something. So, um, I don't know. It, it feels always feels a little disjointed when you enjoy the journey of something and then it ends pretty abruptly and awful and, and yeah, it leaves that sour taste in your mouth. You have to like kind of focus more on the journey part of it, which is weird. But yes, we have compiled six games, three each, of games that we feel had great journeys and rough endings. So, uh, Ryan, can I pass the baton? Pass, pass. <laughs> I haven't given it back to you, but I'll take it again. Oh, okay. I'll take the second okay. baton. <laughs> Here's the second one. I don't know where I found it. Uh, <laughs> I gotta stop this baton, Jim. Would you like to start us off? With the first game that you picked. Yeah, I would love to. This is one that uh, is kind of continues to be a journey that they have continued to miss the landing. Um, so instead of picking like one specific experience, I think I think for me at least personally, um, Destiny is a game that I love. I play it a lot. The moment to moment stories are really good. You meet some cool characters. You go to these really cool places, and there's some really cool narrative beats. But I don't think I have ever had a Destiny experience where the ending felt like satisfying and a conclusion. Part of that I think is because obviously it can't end because there has to be more content coming out. Part of it is because now that they're at the seasonal model, they're working on two seasons at the same time, so they can't really be in conversation in the same way. Part of it is I just don't know if they, you know what I mean, I don't know where they're, it's gotten better, but they still really struggle to make the narrative be satisfying and interesting, even if you're, you know, meeting new characters and going to these new places and having these really interesting ideas, like, for example, this most recent season at all is about like overcoming your fears and facing the demons that are inside of you and like working through that. So each you, there's these three characters. One of them, one of the characters worked through, you know, he was a guardian, which is like a super soldier, and he was fighting for the city to keep people safe, and he was training his son how to fight. And when he was off and away, um bad guys effectively attacked his home and his son went out to defend the home and died and so then he has blamed himself forever for because he he this person has lived thousands of years and he has never gotten over that remorse and it was such an incredible experience to have that character kind of get through that and the the experience was your the nightmare that haunted you the visage of your wife like telling you you know you abandon us how could you do this to us and then by the end like Hey, you don't be so hard on yourself. You did the best you could. It was so cathartic and satisfying. But then, like, the end to this overall narrative was, like, you're fighting a big, giant floating head while it shoots, like, other heads out at you, and then you kill it, and it's like, oh, no, we were too late. Try next time, right? And that was the, that was the narrative, right? It's, it, there is some connective tissue there, but it was so – it wasn't satisfying. The moment-to-moment moment was satisfying. Those little stories were satisfying, but it didn't pay off over the larger arc in a way that was satisfying i think as a player and as somebody who is you know engaging with that story and that feels pretty you know that that's one example but that feels like from my experience with destiny how kind of it always goes the moment to moment is interesting there's really cool interesting stories in there but they're never able to kind of make a full satisfying ending because either they're tied to that they can never stop there's never a final at least not in on the horizon and I think it's just it's it's they I don't know if how you balance the the, the time right, but 
um, that that's one that comes to mind with all, all all Destiny one, Destiny two, all the seasons, all the expansions. I personally enjoy them as experiences, but have never found the endings to be particularly satisfying. And again, maybe it's for a whole host of reasons. It could even be because like the you have to fight a big boss at the end because that's what kind of game it is and that doesn't always fit with the narrative they're trying to tell or you have to fight the big boss but this isn't the real big boss you have to fight that big boss in the raid right like there's there's the, all these weird things that that make that take away that satisfaction like one of the the one of my favorite destiny experiences the taken king which is what we were all playing together at the end of that you kill the big boss but then like we did it, but now we have to go to his throne world and really kill him, right? It, it takes the rug right out from under the experience that you've been working towards and leaves it kind of unsatisfying um, in a way that just, just never never feels great. And I, I, I have played Destiny for probably a decade now, and I still really love it, but uh, that came to mind right away where I, yeah. I love every moment I'm in it, but if, if I think about the narrative, I, it never really feels very satisfying. You can probably make so many good things off of that. I just picture like a cartoon, like the main character's like, "Yes, we did it," and the other like the supporting character's like, "Yes, we did do it." Now we go to the throne room and really kill him, and the other guy's like, "Yeah, wait, what? Like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, we got that we killed him. That was the really hardest hard. thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The guy's like, just wait. It's even harder next time we're going to his throne room this time. Yeah, like, uh, exactly. I don't really do that. And you have to hold the orb and jump through that circle, and you have to stand in this oh, circle God. over here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Brady here, who's a real jerk, is going to coordinate us, and he has a lot of anger issues, so right. get ready. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> Sorry to any Brady's listening to this, we're no. not targeting you, I promise. No, no. Uh, <laughs> oh, we should say also, I meant to say this earlier, big spoiler alert. Yeah. Spoilers. Uh, you're going to spoil it. All the games we talk about, we're going to spoil. So yeah. just, you know, if we say the, say the game, you're not jiving with... Hearing that being spoiled, granted, a lot of them, the majority of them, are pretty not old, but yeah. they're a little, little older. They're not for a while. I mean, so mine, them. mine are not the oldest, um, but it's yeah. fine. Mine are, <laughs> mine are <Yeah>. old. <laughs> not old, but yeah, they've been out for quite a while. So, uh, well, then I'm going to batarang around to mine. Okay, whatever. I couldn't think of anything. I was trying to think of a good joke that didn't work out very well. But my first choice is Batman: Arkham Asylum. Batman: Arkham Asylum is such a great game it is so good it does something with batman that's never been done before that opening sequence you go to arkham asylum and you're driving the joker in and you're walking through like it just brings the comics to life and it's just so like like the setting itself is such a character which is amazing and when joker escapes and you're going through and you're fighting these these inmates and you and you see these characters that you've grown up with in the comics like you know poison ivy and killer croc and and was dr freeze mr freeze in it I can't remember. Anyway, all these, Bane, you know, like, all these characters that you, like, just really, like, grew up with, like, especially the the, the cartoon, the 90s cartoon, like, such a good cartoon, right? Like, it did such a good job, and, and the thing that I think really hurt the game was the ending, because Joker is someone who, he's the final boss, right? And he's always a villain that uses his wits and his brains to try to outsmart Batman. He's not trying to fight him, because he knows that he can't beat Batman, right? But... What's weird about this game is the end, he takes this thing called the Titan formula, which makes him gigantic. Like, he just rips his, like, it just bulks his body up to be, like, almost like Bane's. Like, his skin is ripped, you can see the muscle underneath, and and he fights Batman that way. But, like, it just, 
it was just like, why why are we making Joker do something that he never wanted to do? Or like, why why would he think that beefing himself up and fighting Batman when he knows that Bane and Killer Croc and all these other like very muscular, strong villains do try to do the same thing and, and Batman beats them regardless. So like, it just made no sense. And I'm all for one for different, you know, doing different things with different characters. I'm not saying that Joker shouldn't beep himself up and, and try to fight Batman but at the same time it just made literally no sense like I don't understand why he felt like that was the answer when he had literally like so many options with him in, in, in Arkham Asylum to use to try to kill Batman that in, like, and granted is an argument to say he probably never wants to kill Batman he just wants to you know play with him really honestly so yeah and it just which leads to ramifications to Arkham City which are really like you know very permanent which it just feels weird that that's the re- that's the thing that Joker Basically, again, huge spoiler alert. Basically, you know, because of this choice, Joker basically dies on the sword in the next game in Arkham City, where he does actually die. Right? This decision, this really stupid decision, leads him to cause this, you know, cause a disease within himself that ends up killing him. Which I think is fine. I think Joker dying is totally okay. But like, it just feels weird that this is the cause. Like, why did we think getting gigantic to fight Batman was the right decision? It just makes no sense to me. Um, and for such a smart character as the Joker, it doesn't, it's just kind of stupid. So, um, at least in my opinion, if someone else likes it, cool. But I just, I just thought it was kind of silly. So yeah. But, uh, Ryan, did you play Arkham Asylum? I, I did. did. Yeah. I, I yeah. think it might've been, I think, I don't know if you let me borrow it or if I just rented oh. it or something. Yeah. The Arkham games were, are very fun. Um, so yeah, good. yeah, they're very good. Yeah. I just, the, the way that the characters interact with one another and just how immersive that world is, it's just yeah. so good. Like, and the, how you fight and how you do the stealth thing, like, but yeah, you get to that ending, it's just like, this feels so out of place. This yeah. does not feel right. And it's just a little disappointing, so. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but Ryan, yes. you have, you, oh man, I'm just not sticking these jokes today. This is awful. I'm going to leave it in. <laughs> this pain will, will haunt me and it'll make me stronger. Um, I almost feel, I almost feel stuck in a loop. <laughs> Oh. So would you like to start yeah. <laughs> your next game? I would game? love to. Um, so my next game is Deathloop, Deathloop, which is still one of my favorite game experiences I've ever had in playing mm-hmm. that game. It is yep. incredible. I, 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 there's this part of me that wants to go back and just replay that game because the moment-to-moment experience of the gameplay is incredibly fun. The, the characters are so cool and interesting, all of the different targets. Um, plus your conversations and your relationship with Juliana is amazing. The voice acting is incredible. The the setting is so immersive and interesting, and you get to experience it at different times and and ha- have all of these systems interact in this incredible way. That it is it is just an incredible game. Um, I personally felt though the ending was a little bit unsatisfying, and I don't know if it was because they were trying to set up something that was next, because they felt this is kind of what what had to happen. Or not, and and if and spoilers for Deathloop, how it ends is ultimately you kill all the visionaries, you go and you find Juliana, and then you have an option of either killing her, killing killing your joining her, or killing yourself are the options. Those are your kind of three choices, and like you can either you know join her and continue to fight in Deathloop forever or something like that. Is that right? Yeah. Well, basically, yeah. What I understand, they just they're continuing. Yeah, continuing more as a fun thing. Right. Because you find, again, huge spoiler alert. Please don't listen to this anymore if you want to play Deathly. We find out that um, Cole is actually Juliana's father. Yes. Right? Yeah, and she's a exactly. huge grudge against him, which is the cause of their, to really yeah. want to kill him because she's so mad at him. So, um, yeah, but there's one I think that these agree to 
keep um, going at the, it. And they kind of have fun doing it. They get almost like a father daughter role, but it's very messed up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think one where. I can't remember the. I, I think the you, one I, you kill her and then you become. Um, you can kill her and then sit down and like take over or something like that. Yeah. And then there's. Yeah. You kill her and then kill yourself. Um, and that breaks well, the loop. Yeah. Um, well, there's one where like you break the loop and she comes out and she goes, you like really mess this whole thing up good job and then leaves and then the fact that we're like this is one of both of our favorite games we've played and we cannot remember what the heck yeah. each meaning means is is in itself i think is demonstrating that how kind of messy and weird this ending was and you know you we knew you kind of knew into it going into it knew it was gonna be kind of messy and weird because of this whole experience but it wasn't satisfying in a way that like everything you that came before and then what happened now made sense and is interesting and again i maybe they'll come out with a dlc that will further explain that um but you would hope in one sit-down experience it would be narratively satisfying and i think there was endings that felt in some way satisfying but i don't think any of them felt as good as the rest of the game as i was playing it yeah i literally every time i think of death i just think of the moment sitting on my couch where juliana came over my playstation 5 controller just talking to Cole and it's like a walkie talkie and it just it was so immersive in the best way. It just made me so happy that the moment that it stops and she's like, well, I don't really have anything to talk to you about anymore. And he's like, well, me neither. And then they're done. And it kind of broke my heart because yeah. I, I, I miss those conversations. Like maybe I want to like restart again just to listen to him again. Um, but yeah, I, I, I almost feel like the anticipation again of, of going in the rocket to fly to her to end it all was so awesome. But again, the endings were so anticlimactic and so like forgettable. It was so fast. Like it really was so quick, and and I almost wish there wasn't multiple endings. I wish there was a definitive ending so that we we they want to continue the story they can. And unfortunately, Deathloop didn't sell as well as they should have. It really it really should have. And I'm not sure why it didn't sell well because it really it got fantastic reviews and it was over overplayed a lot of it at award ceremonies and stuff for sure. You know, which didn't help it. I'm sure, but. Um, I don't know. I would love it if they got a DLC, but I don't. I don't feel good that they will, unfortunately. But yeah, I don't know. Good, great game. Uh, uh, Was it um, Arcane Studios? Just can do. All no of their wrong. games are phenomenal. Yeah, I'm very excited yeah. for the next one. I I'm hopeful for it. I'm a little nervous about it. But I'm I'm pretty hopeful though. They never. They always seem to stick the landing. Yeah. For me at least. And, and, yeah. Well, overall. Overall. Maybe not for every <laughs> ending. Yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah, that's 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 uh, my next one. Eric, tell me about this. I don't know if I've. I think I've heard of this game, but I don't know if I've ever played it. Oh, it's such a good game, but the ending, <laughs> you already know, you already know. So yeah, Enslaved Odyssey of the West is actually a Andy Serkis, an actor from Lord of the Rings who played Smeagol and Gollum, right? As well as, uh, I forget her name, but she was the, the female lead in Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide. Anyway, they're the leads, they play Monkey and Trip. And and Trip is a, is this girl. She you know is it's in a world where it's post apocalyptic and nature has kind of reclaimed everything. But these robots are 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 collecting people for unknown reasons. And and Trip is trying to find out. And she enlists the help of Monkey, who is another human, um, who's very like just very kind of wild and monkey ish. But he's not you know not physically, but just kind of everywhere. He's kind of like a wild animal. And they really don't get along. But as you go through this journey, they really become close. And you know everything about it was just so much fun like the the combat was really fun um the world was fantastic the other characters were really cool um even the customization like the costumes they have are so awesome like it really just gripped me and just took me in um but what was wrong with the ending is that 
you eventually get to where you need to go. One of the main, one of the characters in the story sacrifices himself, if I remember correctly, which was kind of sad. It actually really like led up to like, oh wow, like what's going to happen? Like we really like this feels like an end game. This feels like this is it going to be it. And they find themselves walking into this pyramid, which is their final destination, to find that all the humans that supposedly had been killed in this post-apocalyptic, sorry, post-apocalyptic world have been collected and kind of given this opportunity to be hooked up to this virtual reality system where they share consciousness with this, oh, I don't know if they share consciousness, but they, they use this singular person named the pyramid, they use his memories of before the world had gone to crap to live this happy life. So like they base this virtual world on his memories. So everyone's living this virtual reality, very, you know, matrix like, um, and he begs monkey and trip to not ruin this for everybody. Like this is, you know, he's offering them a safe haven, a paradise. So they don't have to live in this world anymore. And I, I, I thought I was actually going to just kind of leave it there. I thought they were going to kind of leave it there and you decide what they, they would do. Um, and but what you actually see is that Trip walks over and, and kills Pyramid and essentially shuts the whole thing down, which essentially would lead to everybody coming out of that world and back into the apocalypse. And she looks at Monkey and she goes, did I do the right thing? And the game's over. And so you're really left with this, like, what the heck just happened? Like, and you don't see, and you don't see the... like you don't see the ramifications and why that's such a negative is that there's no sequel to this game. It came out a long time, not a long time, but it came out quite a while ago, back in the two thousands. So like it really, I think the two thousands, um, if, if there was a sequel, maybe that'd be redeemable, but they really just end it there with, uh, well, we made this decision, right. And you'll never see the ramifications of it. You can't, you got to this place. The decision was made for you and you'll never see what happens with it. Right. And it's just kind of like, there's so much sacrifice and so much kind of like stakes that felt which just kept going up and up as you get closer to your destination that for that to happen and for the character to look back and say, did I make the right decision? It feels like, uh, well, <laughs> you made the decision. So <laughs> yeah. it doesn't really matter if it's right or wrong now you made it. Right. So it was just unfortunate. And, and it was, um, I think this was by Ninja Theory who, again, I love Ninja Theory a lot. They, they're unfortunate that games don't hit as much as maybe Arcane's it does. Um, of course, I say that I love DMC, which is the Devil May Cry game that, that they made. A lot of people didn't like it. I think it was fantastic or whatever. Um, but anyway, it just left a really sour taste in my mouth, you know, and it really left you in this place of like, I was really hoping for a hopeful ending. That's what, you know, it was really just, so much despair in a beautiful world, beautiful post-apocalyptic world that it ends in even like more significant despair. And I just didn't feel like I, these characters who I fell in love with are now like just kind of continuing to be stuck, and I just didn't like it. So, yeah, I don't know. It felt kind of gross. <laughs> sounds like it, like it, it. And correct me if I'm wrong. Does it? Is it? Did it like took the agency away from the player to make the decision and just play, did the thing right? Yeah, yeah. That's also yeah, not it just super satisfying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it was just very. Very strange, and, and and the story is based on the classic tale. I think it's the classic Chinese tale of, of an Odyssey to the West, which is like the like a story of like enlightenment and like finding one's purpose. I think if I if I know correctly, I could totally be just saying that, but um, that's not what I got from this. You know, this didn't feel enlightening. This felt very despair filled. So um, I don't know. If again, if they had made a sequel, I would hope that it would be addressed and more would be talked about. But at that point. You know, basically the the bad guy had died. There's nothing else you can really anyone can do. So, I don't know. I yeah, it's just disappointing. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not because I actually have I have my copy 
right here next to me. I don't have a PS3 anymore. I would love to play it again, but I just can't. And I don't know. I just now I'm talking about it. I don't know if I want to play it again. I kind of like the memories I have, and maybe I don't want to experience that ending again. So I don't know. Feels weird. Feels weird, man. So anyway, uh, Ryan, we are on the last of yes, your games. Of your we three. are. This is a this is a doozy. I wonder. If this people is a will big one. On so one. yeah, I and I don't want to. Uh, Eric, you haven't played this, right? You haven't played this. It's, if you if you spoil it, I'm I will eventually play it. It's not, I'm not one of those people that if something gets spoiled for me, I'll still go back and play it. So I'm not. Okay, I can also I can also be more vague about it if if that's helpful. If you'd like, nah, uh, just go for okay. it. Okay, just go for so, it. So sure. Honest. Uh, Her Horizon <laughs> Forbidden West is the newest in the Horizon games. It came out. In February, like within two days of Elden Ring, which is a whole other whole Oof. other thing. Uh, yeah, Bad and the, the first one came out like within the same week of of, of um, Breath of the Wild. So they've had they have bad oh release God, time, really bad release times on Who's them. Deciding this, uh, I don't. <laughs> hopefully not Gorilla, uh, because it's it's a bad right. it's a bad gig. Um, but anyway, um, it is the sequel to the very popular um, Horizon Zero Dawn game with Ashley Burch as Aloy, and it it, it is. A complete continuation of of the first game. It catches you up if you don't know what's going on, um, but it is a continuation. You've you've you know stabilized this part of the world, but you know more things are going wrong, and you have to go out and, and essentially collect a bunch of AIs to rebuild the super AI that regulates the world. So essentially. Um, because the narrative of the game is this is after the world has ended. There was a a, a AI that was created, a, a like a group of super robots um, that you know are wage war. But how they how they're powered is by by sucking the life from things around them, and eventually they got out of control and they were going to destroy all life on Earth. So the humans decided, okay, we can't save ourselves. We can save people of the future. So they locked everyone in a vault. And they programmed this AI called Gaia, and she would, in you know, hundreds, thousands of years, when the Earth was safe again, wake everyone back up. And in order to you know restabilize the Earth, there's these robotic creatures that would you know till the ground and spread you know f- seeds and stuff like that. And in the first game, the the robots have gone crazy, and you have to figure out why. Essentially, one of the AIs have, has one of the AIs is, is kind of doing their own thing. This game is a continuation. You're you're going off into the West to this you know uh, um, whole new group of cultures. It is this beautiful world with a lot of really cool and interesting characters. The gameplay is really fun, moment to moment. You have these really intricate and interesting cultures who feel fully formed in some ways and really interesting in some ways. Um, you have some really good character arcs where like really important characters die and like the characters like spend time grieving and talking about that grief and it feels really impactful and interesting. And then at some point in the narrative, you find out that because as far as you've known, you're the only humans left ever all the ones who died. You eventually find out a bunch of rich people shot themselves into space. And they have now come back because they messed up their planet and they've come back to Earth to reclaim this AI so they can build their own AI and then wipe Earth clean and make it a new one. And they, they are essentially can live forever and have this like super technology so like no one can hurt them. It's actually a really cool narrative beat that's like, what is going on? This is so cool. And it's really fun and interesting. And it, and it really makes this really intense narrative where you're like, chasing down these AIs, hoping to get them before these future people get there. And the future people have like much better technology than you. They have these incredible robots that can just destroy you. Um, it's really cool, You like this chase to go get these things. Um, but in the end, you, you know, in the end, one of these super rich folks who um, 
kind of was in love with who you were cloned of. Um, spoilers for Horizon mm. Dawn, you are a clone of the oh, person wow. who created <laughs> this whole program. Um, it gets oh, very no. convoluted. You oh, are a, okay. Is that why? That's why she has talks like that because she's a clone. Yeah, and she oh, she okay. wasn't raised. So everybody out in the world was raised by these AI. And Aloy was like, "Oh no, things are going bad. Let's make a clone of Elizabeth Sobek, the person who built this world. Spit her out." And she was raised by one dude in the wilderness. Um, and she she came out as a as a and she was shunned from her culture because the culture she was born in is is matriarchal and because she didn't have a mother she couldn't be a part of that culture so she was shunned by it and eventually you, this person this future person was one of Elizabeth Sobeck's like possibly lovers or they had a romantic relationship in some way but she decided to leave and go off with these rich folks and she comes on your side and it's a whole thing and in the end you fight the big rich people together you take them down we did it we've got all the parts of Gaia we're saving the world and then in the very end you find out that um oh no this rogue AI that was sent with the rich people that messed them up is now coming back to Earth to destroy the Earth, and now it's even more dangerous than the last dangerous thing. So it does this thing where it it makes the ending unsatisfying because, uh, oh, but wait, there's an even worse thing coming, everybody, right? Like, it doesn't give you any time to be like, we did it, this was hard, we beat these, like, rich jerks that think they were better than everyone else, and we defeated them, and so yeah yeah exactly these people who <laughs> essentially thought like we are so rich and we are so much better than everyone else that we're going to remove ourselves from this hellhole and just create a utopia they end up messing it up and then they come back which again is like a really interesting narrative and i really like i dug it um for a lot of the parts of it and uh, eventually like you find out that they this rogue ai is is the villain the whole time and now it's coming back to earth to get us again um and so now we have to go get the other air parts we didn't get yet it's the only way so it, it just it again like just it, it is they're doing it to set up the next game which fine but don't do that like in the immediate scene where we just resolved what just happened like in the same moment where everyone's like oh we did it that was hard we've lost people we cared about we went on this journey aloy as a character changed from like I, 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 only I can do this. Only I can save the world to, you know, I have to have people to help me or else I can't get things done to now, uh oh, the big bad guys coming. And then you like team up with a bad guy from the first game. It gets like super convoluted and weird in a way that parts of it I liked, but it felt so unsatisfying. And so like, and I think Marvel movies do this quite a bit in a way that I don't enjoy where they like sacrifice a narrative to, to set up something else. When I think it's better to just let that story be, and then we can revisit it. Um, certainly, if you want to do a cliffhanger, fine. Let's do a cliffhanger after the fact, but not in the same breath as we're, you know, saying that everything's going to be okay. Um, it just, it just, it just makes it less satisfying. And in, and again, the the whole rest of the game I really enjoyed for the most part. The narrative was great. There's like some really incredible stuff, especially in 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 like you go to Las Vegas and it's, there's some really cool stuff in there. And overall the narrative is very good, but this, this ending kind of undercuts in some way where it's like, yeah, it just, it just feels really unsatisfying when um, you're immediately told everything you did was um, we did it, but even worse is coming. Um, so get ready. You're right. That just doesn't feel, feel satisfying. And, and, and also like they did this exact same thing in the first one. 
Um, but it was like credits roll. Now here's this thing. Oh no, what's this? Right? There was you weren't sure, but in this, it's like in the last scene, we're telling you what's happening, and it was just yeah, yeah. The show down your throat rather yeah. than like just waiting. Yeah, know, yeah. Show don't tell. Show don't tell. Yeah. Every single time, show don't tell. Do you think, so when Aloy went to Las Vegas, did she, like, have a moment where she, like, had to pawn her bow and got addicted to, like, gambling or something? <laughs> no, no, that would have been really wild. interesting. That would have been interesting. Uh, the Las Vegas stuff is is uh, some of, like, the best storytelling in any game I've ever played. It's so beautiful. Wow. Um, yeah, it's really cool. I don't it's, like Las Vegas either, so that's that's, that's my Exactly. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's the apocalypse. Like, Las Vegas is, is gone. It's been wiped out. But yeah. you, like, do some really cool stuff there. Um, that was that is like very memorable and very beautiful. So um, yeah, I'm gonna backpedal just a second ago. To anyone who's living in Las Vegas, it's not that I, I just it's not for me. It's not for me. I came, I visited one time. It's just not my thing. I'm not yeah. in the city, so it just was not gonna be for me. Yeah. More power to you if you like it though. Mm-hmm. I, it was yeah. a lot of fun when I got into the casino, but walking around really sketched me out. And it was very <laughs> stressful, so I just can't do it. So more power to you. But yeah, I need to play those games so bad. But I I agree though. It's it's one of those things where it's like. And I think that's why, I, for example, again, more spoilers coming that we probably weren't intending to, but like, that's why I love God of War, the new one, so much, is that like when the ending happens, it happens, and you kind of just like, like kind of just go with it. And if you choose to seek the additional ending where Thor comes, like you sit down to dream and Thor comes and kind of like shows you what's, what is to come, that is your choice, right? Like, but it doesn't shove it down your throat. Like, you choose to do that, or you run into it. But it's like it's it's much more conducive of like, wow, okay, I had time to really marry on this ending. I love this ending. Oh, cool. Here's what's to come. But I don't really know what's happening. It's just like a, it's like a vision, right? So it's like still a mystery. Not like, oh no, more robots. Like, you're like ah, like the rich yeah. people. No, like yeah. it's like you know, you just don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it, that's unfortunate. So maybe yeah. maybe they'll listen to this podcast and they'll I'm sure they will better for the I'm third sure one. Yeah. Yeah. Gabe, we know you're listening also. Portal 3 on the table will be the <laughs> Portal there. Gun voices. I think that, that has to be our DLC for maybe next time. Is, is our When we finish Portal 2, our, we have to do the second half. <laughs> mm-hmm. When we finish that, let's, let's, let's really narrow down why Portal 3, with you and me involved, would be the best Portal <laughs> the ever. Best name ever. Yeah, yeah, the best one great. ever. I feel very confident with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, I'm going to uh, jump into my next one. You probably thought I was going to disappear, but too bad because I'm going to talk about... Oh no! I was just thinking. <laughs> I'm dumb. I'm so dumb. <laughs> I was thinking of sp- ba- banish. <laughs> I'm talking about vanquish, not banish. Uh, I was stupid. Uh, yeah. All right. So this, these jokes are just falling hard, real hard. That was so bad. Right? Did you see what I was going with? It? I it did. Just did not I work, saw. Obviously. That was yeah. so stupid. That was so stupid. I'm going with vanquish. Um, vanquish is a game from like feels like forever ago. Probably 20 years at this point had to be platinum games uh game which typically i'm not super into platinum games but vanquish is such a cool concept where it is a shooter game uh in third person that you you jet on your knees you get on your knees and you're just like just jetting across the battlefield so it's a very like fast action you're flipping zipping you can slow-mo shoot things and like it's so wild and zany and crazy and so much fun like the gameplay i know we're like a story based podcast of video games which is great but the gameplay man is just so good and it's just so much fun the story's bonkers it's always gonna be bonkers it's very much of a what would happen if the u.s and russia were fighting from a japanese perspective and let's translate it kind of thing which again more power to them this like this was never about the story right it was all about the gameplay which is fine but like what 
what sucks about the game, as fun as it was, and honestly, again, you're not paying attention for the story, right? But, like, the bad guy is annoying, and long story short, the main character, Sam, realizes that basically the people who are, like, above him that he's working for are working with the Russians for whatever reason, right? Uh, so he is on... I, I'm probably butchering this and messing this all up, but he, wherever he is in that moment, it's been so long, um, it's going to blow up from a nuclear device, I believe, from the bad guy, right? And so Sam is able to jump out of the of this space station thing into space but he's he's caught by his comrade and he's saved and he's kind of just there but the the bad guy just leaves the bad guy gets away and then also in that same in that same ending he the bad guy i don't forget is like a russian name i'm not gonna try to even say it um he is talking to whom he probably works for and, and they're like good job first part of the mission is a success and then now go to stage two and he's like all right no worries right so the, the, basically the good guys are found out right uh, warning, because I'm about to talk about suicide, right? But uh, another character commits suicide because they are found out, which is really it was wild. Uh, because they found out for treason, they know they're going to go away forever, so they just unfortunately did do that, right? And then the bad guy gets away. And so then, and Sam just kind of just is in space, you know? And then they're like setting up for a sequel, but, the, but here's the thing. There is no sequel. <laughs> there is no sequel. Like, there is no sequel. So, like, it, it just doesn't... And not to say that it needs a sequel, right? Like, a story doesn't have to be good or ending doesn't have to be bad because there's no sequel for it. But at the same time, like, they were setting up for something and it just did not land. And now there's nothing to even go off of it, right? Like, it just it doesn't, it doesn't work. So, like, it was just really upsetting because the game was so much fun and so zany and so wild and so over the top. Like, again, it was like, it was like Japanese writers looking at American action movies and was like alright let's tell our story with this kind of focal point which was fun right and zany like it would never happen in real life no one ever talked like that in real life it was just kind of fun and uh, it ends in just such a dissatisfying way that I don't know it was I am sad that there's no sequel but not because of the story <laughs> you know what I mean like yeah. so and the ending did not help with that so I don't know I, I miss Vanquish that's a great game the ending's bad, but the game is great. Did you ever play Vanquish? I don't think I, I didn't. Asked you. No, actually, it was just Google oh. talking. I think I remember seeing um, bits of it, especially like the sliding stuff. Because didn't you like slide so and cool. shoot at the same time? As, he's not as easy. He's just like sliding yeah. and shooting, and then you yeah. can like you can like slow motion because your suit and the suit is so cool and so coolly designed, and like yeah. the guns are really cool. Um, I think the bad guys are basically robots, if I remember correctly. Um, but like, it was just it was just so zany and fun, and it, it was always like a. You only have this much time. You have to you have to stop this before the timer's up, and you're on your knees, just sliding to where you have to go like a crazy person. And it's just like yeah. so much fun. Yeah. But then like yeah, the ending, and that's what I think that's the hardest part though is that you know for a game that's basically an action game, the story didn't take itself too seriously until the end where it took itself way too seriously, and then it was just like totally disjointed and like yeah. what is ha- what is even happening. So, um, yeah, I'm very curious. Well, actually, for all these games, I'm very curious if if people have different perspectives from us. I would love to know what people yeah. think of these games. Um, so if you are out there and you're thinking these guys are absolutely bonkers because the rich people ending of Horizon and AI stuff is the best, then <laughs> send us an email. Shoot us an email. Send us your thoughts, feelings, and perspectives to talesfromthecartridge at gmail.com. All of the E's in this email are threes. Reach out to us. Let us know what you agree with or don't agree with. We'd love to read those perspectives on the show um, as well as if you're interested, sending you a free Tales from the Cartridge sticker as a thank you. Um, 
again, like, I would love, yeah, these are the episodes I love the most because I want to hear people's perspectives. I want to see what people think, if they agree, if they disagree. Um, because a lot of these games are really beloved games, right? So, like, I'm very curious what people think. Um, and please let us know, for Ryan and I, why It Takes Two is probably the worst game uh, story <laughs> ever. Yeah. Uh, that's one also. Mm-hmm. That one just is not good at all. Yeah. <laughs> that's one I didn't also enjoy the journey of the story. <laughs> <one>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, Let's have a problematic relationship and try to solve it in weird ways. But yeah, yeah whatever. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, storygoers, again, thank you for your patience with everything. We hope that you're enjoying it. And we will do our best to get back on track. But again, we're only human and we're just trying to live our best lives. So it is what it is. Um, If we ever took this off one day to do a paid thing, we would obviously make it better. But in the meantime, this is what it is. So thank you again for your patience. Ryan, as always, you're fantastic. Thank you for being (laughs) co-host to this. (laughs) Is there anything you want to say before we sign off? Again, thanks for everybody's patience. Uh, It is always so fun to just be able to talk uh, to my very good friend about the games that we Mm. love and the things we get to experience. Uh, So thanks for letting, thanks for giving us a reason to do that because, um, yeah. Yeah. It's always very fun. Is it really? Uh, side note: Is it really going to be three years? Do we maybe start? Uh, oh no, maybe it'll be two years. Is it two? I maybe it's two. two. Does it start yeah. in twenty twenty? Yeah, we That's started in twenty twenty. We started in twenty twenty. Yeah, I think I was thinking yeah. this will be our third. Our third. Yeah, exactly. Aug- our yeah. third August episode or whatever, our third September yep. episode. Um, but oh, yeah. you're right. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. Be, okay, that makes so much yeah. sense. That makes so much sense to me. Yeah. Yes, for yeah. sure. Yeah, we, we really should do Bioshock 2 soon. Yeah, we should. We should. Bioshock 2 is a very good game. It's a very good game. I never actually finished it. It's very good. I'll be honest. I know it's sacrilegious. Yeah. I know. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, it's, it's a good game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to play it though. But no, I think, you know, two two years. That's wild. Yeah. That's so, yeah. so wild. We're approaching like, 100 episodes too, right? Where this is like going to be like 84 yeah. or 85 or something. Yeah. Something like that. It's just crazy. That's crazy. But um, yeah, Storygoers, let us know if you have any thoughts, feelings, or perspectives. Let us know what games you want us to cover, bedtime stories, uh, or regular episodes. Um, and hopefully you're enjoying everything and you're happy and safe and doing well. And we will see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.